Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the shore again for episode three. Uh, I know last time was a little heavy, so I don't want to make this episode too uh, draining on you. So what we're going to do is uh, this time around here, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that's actually helped um, with some of that stuff I was talking about last episode. Uh, first and foremost, I want to talk about some books that were super, super instrumental uh, in me sort of being able to um, get the most out of this season that I'm in. And again, this one's going to be a little bit more work in progress because like I'm actively still reading some of these. Uh, but really, it's it's two books, really three, but two of them that I have actually started on. So the first one that I started with at the request or actually at the suggestion rather of um, two of my carpool buddies from uh, Crucible, which were Scott and Casey, who are awesome human beings. And man, they're just they're great guys. They're super, super cool. Um, everybody's cool. But yeah, like they um, they both mentioned this book. It's, a, it's an older book. It's like almost, I think 20 years old now. Um, it's called Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. Um, I got home and immediately started reading that because it really was this sort of uh, um, introduction to like what it, what it means to sort of reclaim your heart, specifically as a man. Um, ladies out there, if you're listening to this, one of the things that's really, really... Um, What's interesting that I found about Wild at Heart is uh, it's written in such a way that anybody, like male or female, who reads it, you can kind of start to understand a little bit more. Uh, if you're a woman and you're trying to figure out, like, why is my man, my husband or my brother or my son or whoever, whatever male person is in your life, um, why are they like this way? Like, why do they act like this? Why do, you know, whatever. Like, this book is really helpful for that because... It sort of gives you a window into um, what it is that guys are really after, what it is that drives us, um, you know. And I think for the most part, like for me at least, it's been fairly accurate. Like everything that he said um, in the book, I read the whole book, I think, in like a week. Um, it's a really easy read. Uh, it's not a super long book by any means. It's not super cumbersome. It's very, very easy to read. Um and it was just, it was a fantastic, fantastic, uh, follow-up to my, my crucible weekend. Um, so one of the things he talks about in this book is how every guy, uh, wants really three main things, uh, in his life. Every guy is, is after three main things. The, the first is a, um, a, a battle to fight. The second is a beauty to rescue or a beauty to love. Uh, and the third is an adventure to live. Uh, and there's some significant overlap, I think, in all of those things, because obviously every guy wants to be, you know, the knight in shining armor who fights for the beauty in the midst of his massive adventure. Right. So there's a lot of overlap. And so it's it's just a really, really good book. I highly recommend it um, to anybody who especially who's like trying to make make sense of, um, you know, your your own masculinity. I specifically I think that this is, would be a really good book for younger guys, especially like guys who are in, in, in college. Um, personally, 
like I mean obviously like there's some stuff in it that's like very clearly geared towards guys who are older who you know are um already kind of married and have kids and they're on their you know they're on their way to living life but I think like even a college student even like a teenager like honestly can get so so much um just out of out of that book I'm not sure if teenagers are his intended audience but definitely for sure like I got a lot out of reading Wild at Heart. And one of the things that I'm doing now is I'm actually going very slowly, actually, because it requires that you go slowly. Um, going through the um, the field guide for Wild at Heart, which is essentially, it's kind of like a workbook, but it's not really a workbook. It's more of like a, if I had to describe it, I would say that it, it's it's kind of like written therapy. Like it's like handwritten, like you, you basically answer a set of questions that are very probing <laughs> and very revealing. But at the end of it, I kind of realized that I have a greater understanding and a greater appreciation for the way in which I've processed things in the past. And I now kind of have the words to, to know uh, or, or the words to explain or to understand or to, to really um, uh, shepherd myself, if you will, through some of the ways that I've been thinking wrongly even about some of the stuff that I've been walking through. And so highly recommend those two things. Um, second book, also by John Eldridge, uh, is called Fathered by God. And I'm reading that one mostly because, uh, well, at least firstly, I, my interest in reading this book was because it was by Eldridge's own admission in, in the first book. Uh, it's written as a sequel to Wild at Heart. Uh, essentially, a kind of sequel. And this one is really, really neat. I've actually had to sort of slow walk my way through that one um, because it's so like, there's a lot of moments <laughs> where I kind of have to take a moment and go like, dang, this is really hard to read because it feels like a lot of times I'm kind of reading through, um, I I'm sort of reading through someone's it's it's like someone's written a story about your life and you're reading their view of the story, but they know things that they should not know, you know? And so it's just really hard. But anyways, it's a really, really good book. The The, the basic premise of the book is um, the, it, it sort of maps out the, the masculine journey, right? And he does this in a couple of stages. I think it's like um, five or six. But anyways, um, the first is the boyhood stage. And then the second is what he calls the cowboy stage. Uh, then the third is the warrior stage, then comes the lover stage, then the king stage, and then the sage stage. Um, I am currently, I, I just um, read through, I think, the first three uh, of those uh, stages, the boyhood, cowboy, and lover, I'm sorry, boyhood, cowboy, and warrior stages. Um and man, it's like that, that book at, at least has structured a lot of my capacity to sort of make sense of my story. Um, by that, I mean, like specifically, like I, I, I think for a good few weeks over this last 40 something days, um, one of the things that I kind of was uh, trying to, to wrap my head around is like, man, how, like, how did my childhood go so left? Like, aside from, um, aside from the, the obvious things with the, 
the molestation thing and all that. But um, I was just like, man, like, what did I like? What did I miss? And this this book kind of gave me a, a bit of a view into exactly what I missed. Um, and we'll talk about some of that stuff, I think, later on. Um, in a couple later episodes, because I'll I'll probably do some because a lot of a lot of my my introspection and thinking and a lot of my processing has happened in that book. So I mean, a, a lot of what I have to say um, is probably going to be best structured in the in that way. At this point, though, I would like to point out that despite the fact that both of those books are written by, or I guess like technically three of those books are written by John Eldridge, this show is in no way affiliated or um, sponsored by John Eldridge or Wild at Heart or any of that. So, um, I just wanted to lay that out there, but I would, I will say that those books, um, those two books, those three books really are a huge, huge part of my capacity right now to untangle everything that I'm in the process of untangling. And I, I feel like I'm successfully untangling is the difference. And so I just wanted to give you guys those resources. I'm going to put links to those in the description here. Uh, there'll be Amazon links. So I'm going to put some links to those in the description for y'all. Um, do check those out, uh, you know, buy them, take a read. And honestly, like you, it's, it's life-changing. Um, I'll also put a link uh, to Crucible in in here as well, um, in the description for y'all as well, just because I think it is a life-changing thing. And if anybody is interested in going, you should. Ladies, ladies, there is also a female Crucible. So you should go to that. I have no idea what that's like, because as you can tell by my voice, probably, um, I am not a woman. So uh, do go. And, um, yeah, it's probably just going to be as life-changing, I think, as, as mine was. So I'm um, really hopeful for that for all of y'all uh, who decide to take that opportunity. But, yeah, those books, are, those books were really, really helpful for me in this particular season. And they are continuing to be because I'm continuing to use them. And what I found is that the more I sort of go through and and read those things and sort of um, really like get into it and answer the questions in the field guide and um, really engage with the the content of the Father by God book, like I find that I I understand a lot more of myself and my journey. And I'm able now to put a lot more, um, to put words to some things that I really didn't have words for. And so huge, huge shout out to John Eldridge for um, the work that he's just done personally in, in, the, in the world of um, male development. Um, seriously, like could not I don't, I don't think I would have uh, the, the, the content um, for this podcast without a lot of the, the work that, that John Eldridge has, has actually done. So that's an, just an awesome, awesome dude. Um, do check out his content. Again, I'm not sponsored by him in any way. So, so uh, yeah, 
Now, I will say this. I highly recommend, like highly recommend, uh, that if you are somebody who is going to start going through the process of dealing with your junk, that you should very much invest in this amazing tool, this super awesome piece of equipment from a long, long time ago. Like I'm talking, this is an ancient machine and it is one of the greatest things ever invented. I'm gonna tell you what it is right now. It's called a journal. Mind blowing, right? Yeah, like, so journaling. Journaling has been a just phenomenal exercise for me in this season, right? And like, I was one of those people who like, as as a kid, you know, some people would be like, oh, journaling, journaling's for like, like writing and stuff. That's a diary. You're a girl, whatever. Shut up, right? Just shut up. Write down your feelings, all right? Write down your feelings. Um, the reason I say write down your feelings, write down your thoughts and stuff is because there's like, let me tell you, there's nothing better in this world than the ability to like actually chronically go, like go back and look at how I was thinking before my crucible experience and before reading these books, these Eldridge books. And how I'm thinking on this side of all of that, like, like I can, there, there are, there's a, a night and day distinction between like in, in the pages of my journal and how I was thinking and how I was talking about things. Like, I remember there's a, there's a specific point in my journal in which I was sort of just like writing down all the things I felt like during the weekend. And there was a point in the weekend where like before, like prior to the weekend at some point, like sometime in the earlier, earlier stages of the weekend, I was kind of like, I wrote something in my journal where I think I was like, I, um, I was thinking in terms of like the, the little four-year-old version of me that got, um, R-worded and I legitimately wrote at one point that I didn't know how to um, forgive slash love slash stop hating specifically. I think those are my exact words. Uh, the version of myself, the four-year-old version of myself, mind you, that allowed the assault to happen. Right? Like, that's wild. First of all, like... It just is, it just is insane. But that was the frame of mind that I was in, in the earlier parts of, of my, my experience and prior even to the weekend, like way, like for all of my life, my whole entire framework was somehow, some way I deserved what happened or I caused that to happen or I allowed that to happen. And what I realized is that in that space and in that time, I didn't even know that no was an option. And so I, I realized that like I put so much like burden, so much like um, fault on this four-year-old version of myself 
that just simply didn't make any sense. Like, how do you, like, how do you go about and say to a four-year-old kid, like, oh, hey, you're, you're responsible for the actions of this, like, adult human who should know better. Like, how do you do that? Right. But that was legitimately the frame of mind that I was in. And then at some point during the weekend, I had an experience. I can't tell you about the experience specifically because you just have to go and experience it yourself. But I had an experience. And on the other side of my experience during that weekend, I can, you you can literally read, like in my journal, there is a page in which I talk about how like I have finally found the the words and the understanding and the grace to give to this four-year-old version of myself and say like, hey, it's not your fault that that happened. And you are not a waste. You are not, um, you know, despicable. You're not something that is like you're you're lovable you're you're worth something you know and having the ability to switch from good god i hate you to like you are worthy and deserving of love and affection that you did not get and that's not fair being able to say that to myself like that was just freaking huge man like a just massive piece of breakthrough and i captured that moment in my journal. So now forever, or as long as the paper and pen lasts, I can flip back to those two pages and literally read through the experience of going from, I hate this version of myself to this version of myself is somebody who is worthy of love too somebody who is valuable to like that's huge and so for that reason again i will say i highly recommend that you go on down to your local bookstore be it barnes and noble be it i think even half price books has them um amazon has them i'm sure in fact, yeah, they do. Walgreens, Walgreens has them. Walmart has them. Target has them. Your average mom and pop shop down the street that sells books probably also has them. Your Hallmark, uh, um, uh, the places you would, any, any place basically you can find birthday cards, you can find a journal, bro. Like go ahead, find yourself a journal and just start writing down your thoughts. Start writing down your feelings. And it's been like, trust me, it's been one of the most formative things in this season, not only for the purpose of like, I can go back now and I can literally see shifts in my soul, right? But like, I can also now like essentially chronicle and and, and put dates and times to certain emotions and certain periods of self-revelation and certain periods of time of like coming to an understanding of, of something new about myself and the place that I'm in. And so again, I'm not sponsored by any journal making company, but 
I'm not sponsored by anyone. Anything I tell you, um, at least for these first couple episodes, maybe even for these first couple seasons, man, like I am completely unsponsored. Nobody pays me for these insights, but I'm giving them to you completely free of charge from my end. Anyways, you're going to get charged at Target or Walmart or whatever. So like, go ahead and do that. But I, this is just, I want, honestly, what I want this to be is I want so much to at least help someone else. One person. I don't even care if it's just one person. One other dude who has been through the stuff I've been through, who's like come out the other side and who just doesn't know where up is. I If I can just give you the step one to getting to where, like even just where I am, which I feel like I'm just at step 1.5. But let me tell you, there's a chasm of distance between step one and step 1.5. And so it's just crazy to be here at step 1.5 and looking back and seeing where I came from. And if I can help one person, one other human being made in the image of God, make that like first step to getting to this place that I feel like I'm headed to this place of like healing and restoration and newness, then by golly, am I going to do it? And that's what I want this to be. So those two books by Eldridge, technically three, again, um, I'm lumping uh, Wild at Heart and The Field Guide for Wild at Heart together as one thing. Um, I'd like to also point out that I, I think for um, Fathered by God, there is also a workbook for that one. And the workbook for that is free. So that is actually free on their website. Um, I can link to that as well for those who are interested. Um, so those books, amazing. Crucible Project, super amazing, worth literally every single penny. I, I made this joke. Uh, I don't know if I said this already in the pilot, but I made this joke to my sister when I got home um, that weekend, like on Sunday. And she was like, oh, how was it? I was like, honestly, it was so incredible that had I legitimately missed the birth of my firstborn child, I'm not married, I'm perfectly single, right now, just so everybody knows. Um, so this is totally hypothetical. But had I missed the birth of my firstborn child, I'd have been totally okay with it. And I said that to her. Um, and she's like, Oh, my God, you're crazy. And I was like, Well, yeah, of course, I'm kidding. But at the same time, like, legitimately, this was on par with that. Like this was on par of an experience for me, at least with because I, I just I walked away from that experience think like feeling like a whole different person feeling like I had really like gotten a a second chance to exist um because like honestly the cycle that I was in the, the place that I was in was so hopeless and the, the just having the ability and having the words now to say like no I am a valuable person and having the understanding that my experiences are the things that have happened to me and even the things I've done don't have to sink into my like identity like that stuff is huge and so if I can help y'all get there then that's what I'm gonna do you know and so um yeah so those books crucible project uh and a journal a journal, for real. Uh, go ahead, get y'all a journal.
because it's it it is worth it, man. It is so worth it to be able to look back on on these things, especially if you're actually serious about getting started on this process of of um, making it out the other side, if you will, of the trauma. Do write it down. A thing about journaling that I will note before we close out here, because we're approaching our um, our soft uh, limit here for podcast episode length. When you write in your journal, write everything completely honestly. I say that because in the beginning of my journaling experience, what I was doing was essentially writing my journal as though like I was trying to write it for other people to read it. And so like I was literally lying to myself in my journal about how I felt, what I was struggling with and, and a lot of things. Right. And what I've come to realize is that when you do that, you're, you're defeating the entire purpose of the exercise. Right. The whole point of writing in the journal is to to get your feelings, like your actual feelings out of you and onto a page. Right. We spend all day in every facet of our lives hiding behind this facade that we construct for other people. Right. To see this like thing about like, oh, yeah, I'm like I got it all together and nothing hurts and I'm doing fine and things are great and I have no problems. I'm not sad. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And we hide behind that veneer of. Uh, of being okay, this like false sense of everything is great, right? When in reality, like internally, things are falling apart, or maybe like inside, you're really excited, but on the outside, you have to remain stoic, because your excitement in the past has been met with a negative or violent response. Yeah, see that? That's, uh, that's some stuff, isn't it? That's real. And so when you journal, if you journal, please journal. Um, But when you do, be real. Seriously, write down what you actually think, how you actually feel, you know. And one of the things that's been helpful for me, too, is, is writing down and really coming to terms with, like, you know, this is stuff that's happened. This is stuff I've done. This is things that, like, you know, places I've been that I shouldn't have or, you know, things that I've done that I'm really proud of. And... You know, being open and honest about that will help you tremendously, tremendously. Um, The other thing I would say is beyond just journaling, uh, try to find someone in your life. And you're going to have to be really discerning about this because not everybody can not everybody can can manage your your stuff. Well, find someone. One person at least, who you can give all of that stuff to. Like who you can open up to and say like, hey, this is a thing that happened to me. Or hey, this is a thing I'm dealing with. Or hey, like this is some some stuff that I've like been trying to think through. Can you just like listen to me vent for a second, right? Because sometimes you don't really need advice. Sometimes you just really need to get it off your chest. And let me tell you, there's a lot of healing available in just talking about some stuff, man. So uh, hopefully all that helps. Um, Hopefully you're not bored of me. Uh, On this next episode, um, which will probably be released, I think, next week. Next week will probably be a good time. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can get us a guest. And we're going to go into some 
um, more in depth, like detail about some of the stuff from really the Eldritch books, I think, because again, it's, it's the, those are the, the foundation for which I've been like, by which I've been kind of dealing with this stuff. And so we're going to talk with a guest speaker on the podcast here, um, just about uh, some of the elements of the boyhood stage. Uh, I think we'll go into some of that stuff um, here next time. But until then, thank you so much, folks, for tuning in to the shore. Uh, I appreciate your patronage. And I hope y'all have enjoyed this uh, two-episode release. This is a very rare occurrence. And I promise to try not to leave anyone hanging um, waiting for part twos. All right. So uh, with that, thanks so much for coming out to the shore. And uh, you guys have an awesome whatever time of day it is for you. An awesome week. All right. Bye.